Hi everybody, the Complex PTSD Guy here. I'll start out by saying I'm not a doctor or psychiatrist. I'm just a guy living with complex PTSD and I'm sharing my own ideas, experiences, and opinions on this podcast. Today I want to talk about individualized nurturing. So basically making an environment or doing acts of nurturing that are specific to you and what you're needing. One thing that made me want to talk about this, and again, this is my perspective here. Um, I've been struggling recently with kind of like some hopelessness and some sadness. And I was thinking about, you know, what kind of attention is that going to lead me to? Why does this, you know, why have I struggled with these feelings for off and on for over 20 years? And I was thinking they usually lead me into situations where maybe, um, I end up having to need to talk to someone who's going to nurture me. Um, So the type of attention that I'm kind of, I end up getting is going to be nurturing attention. So maybe I'm needing to nurture myself more often to prevent those feelings from even having to occur to where, you know, I need the nurturing of like a therapist or something. Um, I will also start out by saying that it's incredibly important Um, to have your friendships and even if they're friendships that you get through positive groups that you have online just being able to interact in in positive ways with people um, just on things maybe you want to talk about I think that's really really important is that listening someone else listening and you yourself learning how to become a better listener that's probably the number one thing that I try really hard to do is just to be a better listener and really just hear what someone's saying rather than trying to maybe share how I relate to it, which is what I tend to do. And then of course it ends up becoming about me, which I don't mean to, but usually my way of relating to people is, um, you know, I, I share my own experience and I need to just be a better listener. But getting back to nurturing, uh, nurturing for yourself, so individualized nurturing, One thing that I'll start out with is create a a space, like a cozy space, a place that's just for you. Um, This can be your space for reading, listening to a podcast or music, doing something that helps you in some way, meditating. So for me, I have two spaces. One is the space that I sit most often in my home. I have to make sure that I keep like brain and logic games, like crossword puzzles and things like that near that space or just something for reading um, that'll help kind of calm me down or help my mind focus. That would be one of my spaces. And then my other one is an intentional cozy space. So what I mean by cozy is it's a recliner. I have books there. I have um, different things that help me relax. So those are two things that are really important. So if you don't have anything like that, I would recommend creating that space. Another thing for individualized nurturing, forgive yourself and give yourself a break. So this was something that I was doing this weekend. Um, So it's been really hot here where I live the past like week and a half and this week is really hot too. And I I haven't been going out for my walks or riding my bike and I've just been kind of like on my downtime, I'm just not staying as active. And I think that kind of led to some of the sadness I was feeling. Um, I also think some things that I ate this week were kind of things that made me sluggish. There were things that weren't as healthy for you. 
Um, and I think that maybe that kind of added to that. So it was two things going on. Um, so I was just kind of being hard on myself because all I saw myself doing was not being active and not really knowing why until I really thought about it. But I was beating myself up is what I was doing. So I had to remember, you know, give yourself a break. Don't be hard on yourself. Another thing for individualized nurturing, treat yourself like a vacation or just treat yourself with, you know, going out to eat or do something. So if you've worked hard to get something or to get somewhere, reward yourself for that. But treating yourself is really important. And I would recommend treat yourself like quarterly. So, you know, if there's something that you need to kind of remind yourself um, to do, so if you're having a hard time remembering to be good to yourself, put it on calendar to remind yourself, to treat yourself. And then one of the most important things I want to mention in regards to individualized nurturing is remember to focus in on the five senses, um, sound, taste, sight, touch, and smell. So in regards to engaging in self-healing, um, ways to calm down, ways to heal yourself, sound would be like listening to music. I have a, um, a YouTube channel where I listen to music and it's like wind instruments, wind ensembles. Um, one of them is like the uh, uh, a European country where they have like this really nice symphony and it's wind ensembles. It's like Norway or Iceland. I think it's Iceland or something. Um, t- in regards to taste, um, cook something that makes you feel good and calms you, calms you down and nourishes your soul. For, for me, that would be a stew. So like a bone broth stew, because bone broth is really good for you. Um, a bone broth stew with like some type of herb in it and... Uh, grass-fed like stew beef like square chunks um, and then carrots and celery something like that that's good for you and calms you down and it takes several hours for it to cook so you can kind of resonate and calm down knowing that it's just has to take time for it to to cook it's not something you're rushing around having to cook Um, also cook something that brings your body energy again that stew I mentioned is great for you um be cautious of sluggish foods. So this past weekend, I cooked something that had three different types of cheese in it. And it was like a lasagna, but it, a type of lasagna, but it had three different cheeses. And I think that cheese really made me feel sluggish and kind of tired. Uh, I don't eat a lot of cheese, so I just think that that added to my sluggishness. In regards to the sense of sight, I would say hang up reminders of things that bring you peace like scenes of nature or animals, you know, deer or cats or whatever it might be. Having a vision board, some people might find it kind of corny, but I think vision boards really can help. So if you have a goal of what you want to, where you want to be in a year or a vacation you want to go on or people that maybe you want to rebuild friendships with or places you want to be, just vision boards are really great for that. I actually want to start doing watercolors Um, and you know it's really worth it if you do artwork Um, really take your time with a piece don't rush a piece and spend the money to frame it Um, save up some money frame what you do so you can look at it and share it with others and friends and say that you did it 
and really put some time into it. It's really worth it when you put time into something. It's like a long-term investment because you can enjoy it for years. I had an aunt that did oil painting back in the 70s, and we had one of her works of art on our wall when I was growing up in our living room, and we enjoyed that my whole life. Um, and it was a great piece of oil painting that she spent a lot of time on. Um, so it's worth it to actually, you know, engage with something. Don't just, you know, rush through it and then never frame it and stick it in a, a closet or something. Another thing that's really important, and this is one of my most important ones, is the sense of touch. So I'm a licensed massage therapist and massage if you're going through like sadness or depression, I highly recommend get a massage, but also look for massage therapists who are high quality. So people who are more engaged with maybe aromatherapy or they do what's called Reiki, Reiki, um, not that you have to get that, but people who engage with those Eastern modalities, a lot of times they're a little bit more in tune with like people and nurturing people. Um, or if you want something that's more medical, you know, whatever you're wanting. Also, if you don't want massages, facials are great. Um, facials are really great for de-stressing because a lot of our stress we hold in our face and our brow line. So if you get facials, that's a great way uh, to de-stress. But that's those are two things you can do in sense of touch. And in regards to smell, which is one of my favorite, aromatherapy. Focus on aromas that help with depression. Um, or focus on aromas that help you with focus. There's all different aromas for different things. Um, I have a really great aromatherapy book that I got a few years ago. It's called Aromatherapy, a Practical Introduction by Sandra White. And this is one of the best aromatherapy books I've ever seen. Um, she talks about blending essential oils, buying and storing them, using oils, uh, body massage, contraindications, which means things you're not supposed to do. Um, so like for example, there's one on here, lavender. She has effects, calming and healing, aroma, it's a middle note. The way you use lavender or things you use it for, rheumatism, skin conditions, headaches, sinusitis, burns, insomnia, and there's all very specific ways of using it, which you would want to look up in the book. Um, tea tree oil, basil, peppermint, pine. I know uh, one that I like a lot is orange. Orange is really great. Rosemary is for, according to this book, for rheumatism, gout, wounds and burns, digestive problems. Um, it says it's an antidepressant is one of the properties of it, but that's according to this book. Um, sandalwood is one that I love to use when I'm trying to relax in the evening. Sandalwood is a really nice one. Um, but there's all different types, and they're all for different purposes. But I took an aromatherapy class several years ago, and I'm thinking of taking another one. One of my favorites is eucalyptus. And according to this book, um, it's an anti-inflammatory is one of the properties. Um, uses, uh, rheumatism and aching muscles. But I just like the smell of it. It just helps me calm down. So a lot of what I use, I use for stress, stress-related. Orange, it says uses are for anxiety, um, so that's a big one. Um, it says antidepressant is one of them, again, according to this book. But great book, 
And also with nurturing, remember to engage with your interests. I think this is a one thing that I've talked about a lot in the last couple months. Engage with your interests, whatever it might be. This helps build your identity and gives you something positive to share with other people. It gives you that positive attention. So like for me, I've been you know studying American literature of the 1930s. And I've already kind of, I did a brief kind of overview of what the Odyssey was about, which was written like 3,000 years ago. But the Odyssey had inspired several big books that came out in the 20s and 30s. So I wanted to get a background of what the Odyssey was before reading. One of the books I'm going to read is As I Lay Dying by William Faulkner. And I think this came out in 23 or else the 30s. I can't remember now, but I'd have to look back at it. But it's a big book that, not a big book, but it's a book that was very popular in the 30s that came out. And that's just an era I'm studying because I wanted to learn more about it in relation to how American literature related to Spanish literature because I find the Spanish Civil War interesting, particularly the philosophy that went into it. There was a lot going on with that war, by the way, um, in regards to all types of different philosophies. And it was like a precursor or a kind of the war that showed what was about to happen in World War II. And that's one reason I find it so interesting. Another thing that's really important for individualized nurturing, I think it's really important, and I didn't learn this until later in life, is really have fun with life in the sense that you can make it, you can make yourself like creative. Um, so what I mean by that is, you know, just enjoy life and, and be creative in what you're doing and enjoy the little things. You know, it doesn't have to cost a fortune to have fun in life. Um, just have fun with the small things you do every day. Um, and, you know, just make things fun and kind of creative is the best way I can explain that. Um, just engage with your own identity more and, you know, get to know yourself more. Um, and if you have been having a hard time um, with certain situations and you are needing that nurturing or someone to talk to and listen to you, you know, seek that out and then um, remember to start nurturing yourself more and it might help prevent some of those downtimes. So a couple things that I'm going to do, aromatherapy always helps me a lot, even just burning candles. That's one of the things that I always go back to, probably because it's so easy to do. Um, whereas artwork, you know, it costs a little bit more money and you have to have the time and space for artwork, whereas burning aromatherapy is instant. You know, it's something you can instantly do. Um, another one is just sound. So I have like a little Tibetan bell in where I live. And you can ring the bell. You can also do that with like Tibetan singing bowls. Um, they help calm just kind of the environment. Some people burn sage. Uh, when I lived in North Carolina, me and my friends, we used to burn sage a lot. Um, and whenever I burn sandalwood oil, it kind of reminds me of that. Sandalwood is used in a lot of religious ceremonies. Um, but anyway, I just kind of hope that some of this will help. Um, it helped me just to kind of remember just to do it because I don't do it enough but once I do do it I always feel better and if you're wanting you know background music while you're cleaning or whatever it might be um, like for me I like going on to YouTube and then playing that on my television screen 
like that wind music that I mentioned, the wind ensembles, um, things like that, or the bossa nova music, whatever it might be. But that's mostly what I wanted to share. I hope that this can help some people. This is the Complex PTSD Guy signing off.